Hi everyone and welcome to our first ever podcast. Um, I'm here today chatting with Michael Maloko um, and with it being Valentine's just passed there on Tuesday we thought we could just have a quick chat about um, the love we have for our properties. Hey, right. Hi everyone, thank you very much Lauren. Uh, yeah, as you say, we Brits do have a real love affair with our homes and property um, and yeah, I think there is genuinely a, a a risk sometimes that you could, um, you know, uh, marry in haste and repent at leisure. Um, let see, that love affair is evidenced by the amount of property programmes and makeover shows and decluttering shows that are on the TV. Uh, but as you say, Elor, when it comes to buying a house, what should people focus on to avoid uh, the house buying pitfalls uh, that are the equivalent to perhaps a holiday romance? Um, so... I mean, emotional decision making is 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 never a good is never a good way to 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 go. Um, interestingly enough, there's there's quite a lot of research that says um, that within something like ten twenty seconds um, of entering a home, people have normally formed an opinion. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why we always say to people, you know, make sure the entrance in the hallway is, is smells bl- nice, smells nice, nice, looks nice, no clutter, all the rest of it. Because people form that opinion, um, and that's one thing. But you know, falling in love with somewhere that's um, beautifully presented, but that perhaps there are latent defects, it would be wrong just to go with your gut at that stage. So, firstly, um, second viewings always. Uh, you know, always have two viewings in my opinion before you offer what is going to be the biggest purchase of your life. I mean, people spend more time <coughs> looking. You know, it, it, things in, in a shop and then going away and looking at somewhere else and coming back before they decide to buy it. But yet they'll spend 100, 200, 300, 400, half a million on a house, perhaps just on... A 20-minute viewing. 20-minute viewing. <laughs> absolutely mad. So, yeah, look, always look at least twice, trying to go at different times of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see it in different lights and with different sort of traffic conditions, uh, etc., um, you know, something that's next to a school, very quiet if you view it on a Sunday, might not be quite so quiet at half past ten at break time on a Monday morning. Might not be something that bothers you, of course, but you know, worth 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 looking at that. So yeah, uh, try to avoid be being too hasty. Um in other regards, um you know what what should one do? Yeah, as I say, let the head should take precedence. Uh we always say by the worst house in the best street, never by the best house in the worst street. You get a, a house that's got run down or whatever in a really good street. Yeah. You make it your own, you can make it better. That's within your power. Mm-hmm. Can't change the street. Can't change the whole street. Absolutely. That's exactly you can't it. You can't, your totally. <laughs> you can't do anything about that. So and, and that's when an investment can can go wrong. So yeah, always to say it's it's trite to say so, but by the worst the worst house in the best street, not the other way around. Um, we've got home reports now, so always be guided by these. If you don't know your way around a home report, speak to an expert, solicitor, uh, or, or financial advisor, or, or whatever. Um, I say, you know, think about it logically, write a list of the pros and the cons uh, for, for each property you look at. Think of the future, is it going to suit us in a few years' time? If we start a family, if we have a bigger family, if we're not so able in future, 
years, you know, the big garden, all these stairs or whatever. So, yeah, just think think about it logically uh, is, is what I would say. No, definitely. Um, so, with regards to that, so how long ago did you buy your first house? Yeah, so, um, seems a very long time ago, Lauren, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, 1985 it was, oh, 1985, wow. that my wife and I, Janie and I, bought our first place, one bed flat in Elliot Street, mm-hmm. cost us the princely sum of £16,000 at the time, uh, yeah, but you get anything for that now, and I have to say, no, nope, yeah, absolutely, and I have to say we bought it with a 100% mortgage that everyone got at the time, uh, so all the third contemporaries that came out of university were all about 23, 24 at the time. Um, you know, well, married <coughs> in the next couple of years. We yeah. were all married by the time we were in our mid twenties, um, and um, I'd say we're all bar one still together as well. Um, but um, a great little garret, what we call a garret flat, a little attic flat in uh, Elliot Street. Um, and I'm not sure if it was love at first sight, although it did turn into a labour of love um, because it'd been owned by an old lady for about forty years. And she'd smoked about 40 cigarettes a day, every day. Mm-hmm. So everything was white gloss wood chip mm-hmm. and it was yellow. yellow. Um, so we spent lots of nights with a steamy stripper, uh, hiring these steam yeah, as you do, hiring these steam strippers to get the um, the wood chip off the walls. Uh, sounds like a blur song. And um, everything melted as you did it. All the nicotine melted. Mm-hmm. And it just dropped onto your head from above. It was horrendous, but it was a it was a good buy because Elliot Street is a classic sort of first time buyer street. It's also so, a nice memory as well. I know that sounds silly, but like you've got that memory. Oh and yeah, that's yeah, what you, yeah. It, it was it, it was great. And the fact and the, the great thing about that it's still the same today. If you buy something that needs doing up, that by the time we were finished, there wasn't a bit of paintwork that hadn't been painted. Mm-hmm. There wasn't every wall had been repapered. Um, the, 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 well, we overhauled the kitchen, uh, a new bathroom put in, new carpets everywhere. So it was brand new and fresh mm-hmm. by the time we, we, we moved in. But you then know? you said, like, you made it your own. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you bought on a nice street, fairly, uh, the uh, house was maybe not exactly yeah. what you wanted, but then you were able to tweak it and make oh, it yeah, your own. Yeah, absolutely. So thankfully I did follow the, mm-hmm. my, my own advice at that time. But um, yeah, so that was, that was our, our, our first, first home. So, with regards to that, do you still love the same things in a property today as you did when you first bought the house in Elliot Street? Or is your taste in Changed any? Changed? Yeah, I suppose. So, well, love can be fickle, as, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do we still love the same things as, as we did then? Um, I don't think our, our tastes have changed completely. They've, they've evolved. Yeah. Obviously, fashions come and fashions go, and everyone's influenced to some extent by by fashion. Again, as a piece of property advice, I've always sort of you know there are times where you're doing something and you're slightly tempted to go for whatever the bang on trend fashion thing is, but sometimes my wife and I have kind of stopped ourselves going for that and gone for something still fashionable, still classic, um, and and contemporary, but not the highest fashion because you'd know that, so like a kitchen, you know, mm-hmm. you might be 
you might be living with it for 10, 15 years. Yeah, you can't just change it and, every two years. Yeah, and if you go for right. something that's bang on, like you know, a few years ago, maybe high gloss black or something like yeah. that, maybe when you come to sell in a number of years' time, it starts to look really dated. Yeah. So um, that's okay. one thing I'd say. But our, our, our tastes have evolved. So we've always liked older property. So we've always liked high ceilings. We've always liked cornices and I've been fortunate as I've been able to afford slightly better properties the cornices have got better as we've moved as we've moved house um, so I still like things like like that um, my Italian DNA means I'm a sucker for sunshine so south facing gardens south facing gardens really important to me never owned a property that didn't have a south facing garden so I could sit with my face in the sun uh, you know having a cup of coffee or eating outside yeah yeah so that's that you know that's that that's that's where things have changed, but um, yeah, I mean, I see my, my ours is an enduring um, love affair with, with with property. Obviously, when it's your when it's your bread and butter, when it's how you, you earn your living, um, it does become all encompassing. Um, but depends on your circumstances. Like you have all for your circumstances, you want a family home or you want. Absolutely. Different things in your house. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally right. I mean, we've always lived in Dunfermline. I mean, interestingly enough, really boring. Um, So obviously, my I was born and brought up at One Two Five High Street, which is now next in Dunfermline. Um, And we lived. The family been there since nineteen hundred and eight, since coming across from Italy. And the the we lived for many years in the flat above the shop. Very very big flat, Uh, but no outside space, no garden at all. Eventually, we moved to, to, to Garvick Hill. My parents bought a home in Garvick Hill. But then, when I married, it was Elliot Street, then Dure Street, then Cameron Street, and now I live in Park Avenue. I've never lived any more than a mile and a half from the place I was born yeah, over, 60, over 60 years ago. So it either says that I really like living in the town centre of Dunfermline, yeah. Or I've got no ambition whatsoever, and I'm really dumb, and I don't know which it is. I'll, I'll let other people. I'll let other people can, 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 answer, answer that one. You might okay. just be a city, city kind of person. Yeah, I, I think I'm. I, I think I do. I, I I love the countryside, but I would rather live in the city and have access to the country than be living permanently in the country and coming into the city. Have to travel. Is is, is 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 how it would be. So yeah, my, my, I I am probably more a. Uh, of, a, of a city dweller, a city slicker uh, in that regard. Well, so then if you were to move, so let's mm. say you were to move from Park Avenue, yeah. what would be your, your dream? Your dream home. Dream home in terms of like what kind of property yeah. and where? Yeah. So, again, family at the moment are, are both both our daughters are down in London. That will say... Um, you know, sort of dictates we don't see as much of them as we'd like to. We would love to live down closer to them, but London prices are absolutely prohibitive, uh, so that's not going to happen. Um, so I, I, you know, not entirely sure. I mean, our lives will probably change over the next, you know, five to ten years, and we probably will make a move. Um, in terms of dream homes and our ambition, uh, we still have a very strong tie uh, to Italy. Um, a family there, my grandparents retired back there, etc. We would like to have our own place in in Tuscany. Mm-hmm. Um, the family yeah, from yeah. A, a the family from a place called Barga. A lot, an awful lot of Scots Italians hail from from Barga. Huge amount uh, hail from Barga. Um, uh, and and I 
have to say, I love the lifestyle there. And interestingly enough, when you see, you know, Tuscan homes, those are families there and properties that we've rented from cousins and what have you, they are far more rustic. They don't have all the mod cons that we expect in our homes here. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, through the summer months, really from May to the end of September, people aren't really living in their homes. And the, the culture is that you're going into town for a wander and a drink and a coffee in the evening. So one's home, and if it was in Italy, probably would be less um, all mod cons than, than you would expect here. Um, so I would, I would be happy with a more rustic style of life out, out in Italy. It's a totally different lifestyle. It is. It is it's a, a different to, totally different lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. So yeah, that that would be that would be my my, my dream, Lord, to to be honest with you. Never know. Never know. Might, could happen. Could happen. I might win the Euro Millions and I'll get the, the place in Tuscany with a swimming pool plus the place down in London next to my sister, eh, next to my sisters, next to my daughters. Take um, all the boxes. Yeah, take all the boxes. So, yeah, big lottery. Hope. Big lottery win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, and thanks to everyone for listening to our Valentine's podcast, our very first podcast. Um, but everyone just please remember stay tuned to hopefully it's going to be weekly podcasts um, they will be promoted on our Facebook and our Instagram pages so just make sure to follow us um, and we'll give you updates on when we're planning on posting it hopefully every Friday yeah. with just updates and, and the thing also the thing also to say there is that uh, you know if there's anything in particular that you want to hear rather than us wittering on about stuff that is of no interest to you. If there, if there are um, aspects of house purchase and sale, the market in general, even mortgage things, etc., please let us know because as time goes on, uh, we're going to invite a few guests to, to come in and speak to us too. Those we're, we're thinking at this stage may be the likes of um, mortgage experts, uh, perhaps surveyors to talk about, you know, the ins and outs of home reports and what they're looking for um, as, as, as well. Yeah, yeah, investors, all these things. So, yeah, please, you know, just let us know through the usual channels, an email, a call, uh, Facebook uh, message, whatever, uh, and we'll try and tailor the podcast around what people yeah. want to hear. We'll probably put something up, maybe, if, well, we're planning on putting it up on a Friday, so on a yeah. Wednesday we could put up, you know, and, and get you all just to kind of interact with us and give us some questions and we can... Dish them out and, that would and be see perfect. what happens. But thanks everyone for listening and hope you all have a great weekend. Great. Bye now.